Welcome to Seeking Sydney, where we answer your curious questions about our harbor city. I'm Miles Herbert. Today, we got a question from Manny Martin, who wants to know the indigenous name for the now called Cooks River. Manny thinks it's important, as Australians, to start introducing the original names of the land we live on before colonization. This whole beautiful country of ours in Australia is all a, it's all sacred land so when you come into that area you'll see welcome to Gadigal land or you are on Gadigal land welcome that was auntie Jennifer Thompson I was born here on Gadigal land I live here raise my kids here and uh, and my grandchildren as well. So we're all around the place. I caught up with Jenny at the Redfern Community Centre. Jenny is going to help me tell the Aboriginal history of the Cooks River. And given that Captain Cook didn't land here until 1770, and Aboriginal people have been on this continent for thousands of years, is the Cooks really the right name for one of Sydney's biggest waterways? But before we get there... Jenny is going to take me back, back to 1994. In 1994, Murrayville Council set up the uh, Aboriginal Committee. The Aboriginal Consultative Committee was established to advise City Council on the needs of Aboriginal people living in the Inner West. And Jenny was a founding member. Because we were invisible as Aboriginal people and in that community, We wanted to make sure that we were all connected. We flew the flag, we recognised very important uh, Aboriginal people in our community. The referendum, the middle of Marrickville. Debbie Tompel, thank you. (laughs) The 50th anniversary of NAIDOC. So all those little little projects we did and then just this week uh, on Tuesday they had a family day a NADOC celebration at Steel Park which is bang on the Cooks River. (laughs) As the Aboriginal community in Sydney fought for visibility and social inclusion one thing remained a constant the Cooks River. Consequently we sort of went from the social plan into a belonging plan which then turned into an interest about the Cooks River. As time went on, Jenny started to see the river get more and more polluted. The Cooks River was in a really terrible state, full of pollution, it was dirty. And as well as fighting for their own rights, the Aboriginal community in the Inner West started to fight for the rights of the river. In our philosophy of how we live, Everything and everybody is sacred. Nothing is better than anything else. In all ways, in every way, we are responsible for the environment that we live in. This meant not only telling the story of how the current Aboriginal people in Sydney connected to the water, but the long history of Australia's first peoples and the Cooks River. So that was the beginning of the beginning, and then... Then Paul Irish came around 
My name's Paul Irish. I'm an archaeologist and historian, and I've been working in the last year or two on an Aboriginal history of the Cooks River. By the time Europeans arrived, you know, a few hundred years ago, Aboriginal people had been fishing the river, fishing the bay for thousands, literally thousands of years. And this connection didn't end after invasion. Paul says Aboriginal people continued to live and to fish on the river well after Sydney was settled by Europeans. We know of one man named Marut who was born on the Cooks River in the 1790s. So he grew up around Botany Bay. And by the time he's sort of in his 40s and 50s, he was working as a commercial fisherman. He had a fishing boat. He and his wife fished Botany Bay and up on the Cooks River. They sold fish that they didn't need themselves um, into the markets in Sydney. And they used that to buy flour, clothing, all sorts of things that they needed. But what about the name? If Aboriginal Australians have lived on the river for thousands of years and still care for it today, was it always called the Cooks? No, obviously not. Um, The name the Cooks River um, has its origins with Cooks' voyage in 1770 um, on the endeavour where he spent eight days in Botany Bay. And in that eight days, he explored quite quite a fair bit around the bay, actually, and found the, the mouth of what we now call the Cooks River, and that's how it got its name. We unfortunately don't know the Aboriginal name of the river. Paul also says there may have been different names for the river. Different people may have called it different things. And in her time living and working on the river, Jenny has heard a few. Well, they... I heard, I'm not, I have no proof in the matter, but I heard it was called Pelican River. There was a, there's a lot of pelicans down there, so it's quite feasible it could have been called that. And even though the traditional name is not known for certain, Jenny wants the Aboriginal history of the Cooks River represented. I really would like to see the Cooks River have dual naming. So the Cooks River obviously is a European person and it sort of takes away from the original custodians of the land which is the Gadigal mob and I would like to see a dual naming of the Cooks River to reflect Aboriginal ownership. My special memories of the Cooks River is riding my push bike along the river and sitting down quietly in a beautiful place, knowing where I was sitting was opposite a heritage site, and that's where I sort of gained a lot of peace and serenity. When I know that those sites are here, I can feel the presence of the previous people that were here, you know, the Gadigal Wongal people, and I sort of reflect on the struggles and the resilience of those people. Thanks for listening to Seeking Sydney. This show was produced on Gadigal lands of the Eora Nation. If you would like your question answered, head over to 2SER.com slash Seeking Sydney and let us know. I've been Miles Herbert. I will catch you guys again next week.